Welcome, welcome. You know, we uh, we switched it up today. We wanted to switch the song up. This is uh, This Week in Black Excellence today. You know what I'm saying? We're going to deal with white... You know, it's white supremacy. We're going to deal with that a little bit later on, but we're going to start with some black excellence. First of all, speaking of black excellence, why don't I uh, have my have my co-hosts introduce themselves? Uh, let's start with Miracle. Why don't you introduce yourself, Miracle? Tell, oh, them, about, tell, them, tell them about your black excellence, Miracle. <laughs> Talk Hi, y'all. It's Miracle. your girl. <laughs> it's your girl, Miracle. I'm tired. I'm tired, but I'm trying. I'm here, you know. Working, other half of the Wonder Twins, you know, the, the dark skin, chocolate to the butterscotch, you know, the country to the sophisticated, the, the, you know, the whip to the walk. I'm here. I'm about to like, we about to get into it. <laughs> um, are you, are you tired because you was out partying with, uh, with our, our new mayor, Ed Ganey last no, night? No, <laughs> I'm tired because I spent eight hours in the back of the truck in this 80 that, degree weather. That is <laughs> true. You was in the back seat. I was in the back. I was in the. I was in the pit, the, the the bed. For real, you know for the, real. Stop, the stop that. <laughs> go go ahead. Go ahead. Don't miracle. see. Stop I was trying. Room. See, see. Miracle and one of power. I told y'all last week. You just gotta, you know, give grace. Yeah. Gotta give, give grace. grace to light skins. That's why I tell no, you. Know, I tell y'all. QRX, DJ QRX, Miracle, Ryan Kahari were in a U-Haul driving around the city, encouraging people to vote all day yesterday. So appreciate y'all for doing that. Mr. NLS, what's going on, brother? You know, it's trouble never like supremacy. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We in the building. You feel me? You're yep. uh your neighborhood hippie. Absolutely. Oh, right. You got to I see I see your plant I see your plants in the back flourishing, you know what I'm saying? You flourishing. Feel me? The they sunlight. getting along, bro. Getting blocks just like me. And uh, Mr. You came extra. You wanted to put your extra, extra, extra. Is is I don't know, is, is niggerish wrong? Is that wrong? But I mean, you got your wave cap. <laughs> is that wrong? Is that your black excellence? Your wave cap? <laughs> you got the wave cap going, bro. You know, listen, a man like me is in Wait, the desert right Saeed now. So with, the what? The, with the what? With the You know, I'm, I'm in the land of the Hualapai natives, bro. This is their land. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know. The, what that yeah, meant, this, this is the Hualapai. I'm right next to the Hualapai reservation, bro. I'm out here, you okay. know, with the indigenous people. If I listen, uh-huh. but we in the desert, and it's Come like Moses. If I took my wave cap off, it might just start a flood, and I might transform the whole terrain out here. You get me? So That's I'm doing wave cap. I appreciate that. You know what I mean? I'll fuck Your up the ecosystem. I'll take this shit off. It's going to start a flood. The humility is responding. So, well, I mean, you I'm know, nothing if I'm not humble. I'm nothing if I'm mi- not humble. Miracle, this isn't about humility today. This is about celebrating our black excellence, right? We not, I know sometimes, you know, we be sad, we be mad at what's going on, but we actually have a chance to celebrate today. You know, we did it. You know, collective, collective we, not just one hood, one hood power, the collective, we did it. You know, we came together, we put, you know, uh, 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 we, you know, Ed Ganey is the Democrat nominee. I did, 
although I worked hard, I wasn't sure it was going to go down. You know, Pittsburgh be letting you down as a black person like so many times, like time and time again, Pittsburgh will let you down. And so I thought, hey, we're going to be let down again. But, you know, them, them votes started coming in and it was like, as down 2000, as down 1500, as down 30 votes. What, what, what? And then, you know, boom, you know, smoke pass, Peduto, you know what I'm saying? So just how do y'all feel? Like, I felt, you know, I felt good. I felt like, you know, I felt like we put ourselves out there. I'll, I'll just speak personally. I felt like I put myself out there. Like, I'm riding with Ganey. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Win or lose. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to do what it takes to help this brother get into office. And understanding that, you know, people had said that that might mean um, not, you know, not having access, you know, to the city if, you know, if, if he if he possibly would lose, you know, some different things. Um uh, that came up, but I was like, nah, I'm, I'm riding with my brother. Um, and so I did feel, you know, like, man, like that hard work paid off, kind of like what Miracle said. Yeah, I'm tired, but I felt like that hard work paid off. How, how did y'all feel? Miracle, how, how did you feel? I'm the, I don't want to be the Debbie Downer, so I'm going um, to pass it to uh, someone else. <laughs> I'm going to let everyone enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, man. <laughs> Miracle wanna say, yo, this this is a miracle, safe space. You wanna, miracle, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna smack, you wanna smack the ice cream sundae on the ground. Miracle, you don't even. Oh, know I, want y'all, I want y'all to, I want y'all to have joy. <laughs> I want y'all to celebrate. I want y'all to celebrate. Okay, let me say. Okay, let me, let me. Um, no, no, no. Let's wait. Hold on. We'll come to you last, then, miracle. I'm, no, I'm gonna lie. Let me lie right quick. I was just so happy <laughs> about the results. And I'm just so happy that people just, well, I will say, I'm happy that people organized. I'm happy that people got out the vote and people brought, got together. You know, we had an umbrella, a rainbow coalition, and I'm happy that we got to see those results. So I'm happy about the people and the relationships and the fact that, like, we all had to be threatened and blacklisted to get some folks you know, to get on the freedom side. But y'all came, and I'm happy, but, I, but I'm happy to see the results uh, of people power, and I will pass it on to somebody else. Okay. How about how about you, uh, NLS? What, how did you How did you feel? You know what I'm saying? All right. Um, so it's interesting because I'm in this space where it's like, I don't really trust politics too much, you know? So it's like, it's it doesn't make me feel any strong feelings unless Trump gets reelected, you know, then I'll feel some pretty strong feelings. But like, right. I don't know. It's like, I just, I'm kind of like interested in seeing what this, you know, what this will look like for Pittsburgh right. Right. and what this looks like as one hood, since we have a mayor that we have direct contact with who we know will talk to us. So right. it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see like, just how this goes down. You know, right. What does that mean? And you know what? You are pretty even kid. Like you're to, to know you is to know you're never like super high, super low. You're always pretty even kill um, uh, personality wise. So that's interesting. What's up, uh, uh, Saeed, man? You know, how are you feeling right now? Yo, so last night, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was excited, but not for the fact that it was I like I like Ed personally, you know, cool brother, man. You know, yeah. Um, so I'm going to keep the I'm going to be objective here. I thought it was dope because I'm going to speak but one hood. Like, yeah. we, this changes our position in the city. 
Um, yeah. And but to see, you know, 205 years Pittsburgh has been around, and you see the first time you have a black person in that type of leadership. That's very telling. Yeah. Right, it's, it's very telling, and that's and that's kind of what I was looking at. You know, we were tweeting out and and, and Instagram and all the things about history, and and this doesn't isn't to diminish Ed. It's just the fact that you know it took two hundred years that for Pittsburgh to have, which Pittsburgh in a lot of circles is viewed as a black city, even though we know it's not. Black people make up a large part of the city, and now we finally have a mayor that represents that. Now it ain't Detroit, it's not D.C. But for that type of representation to occur um, and right. for all the other things on the ballot, you know, three black women got in, Chelsea got in, you know what I mean? Like we, you know, there was a lot that happened yesterday that was quite monumental. It's not just about Ed, it's about all of the, you know, the black excellence that's got into these elected positions now. Um, no, but I'm, I'm, I'll tell you what though, with Miracles talking about the cynicism, I, I echo that because I'm waiting for the white people in the city, like all the Yenzes, to be like, well, why is he got to be the first black mayor? Why is wait, he- Wait, wait, wait. Before we get to that, because we're going to get to that. We're going to get to the- Jaseem, you will not rain on his black excellence parade. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, like, let's, because I think you, 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 you brought up a great point that we have not talked about. Like, it wasn't just Ed Ganey. You know what I'm saying? You did have these two ballot measures, you know, shout out to Alliance for Police Accountability, for, for doing, you know, the petitioning work to get these ballot measures on, on the ballot around solitary confinement, around um, 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 no-knock warrants. I know we we work with, with Straight Ahead, an abolitionist law center to produce some commercials around that. Shout out to JM and, and, and Miracle for the work that you did around that to get that word out. So to see those ballot measures pass, to see, you know, five women, you know, we, we push this progressive slate of judges the the, uh, the 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 slate of eight to see five out of the eight all five women um you know uh, you know get on that for judge three black women you know what I'm saying um that was a powerful thing you know what I'm saying and so like like you said to see we saw you know folks that were um we saw you know black women for better education you know put put a slate up they had two victories last night. Uh, that were powerful. We saw some some magistrates, you know what I'm saying, change hands. I think the first non-binary uh, uh, politician in this area uh, uh, won a magistrate. So it wasn't just Ed, you know what I'm saying? It was this kind of collective effort. And like Miracle said, it was, you know, One Hood Power and APA PAC and Unite and, 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 and One PA, you know what I'm saying? All of these other organizations straight ahead, kind of collectively coming together and, and, and pushing. So it was like this collective victory, but it is also, like you said, Pittsburgh is a quarter black. Now we have, you know, possibly the first black mayor, um, you know, for me, particularly because I felt like a lot of Peduto's issues were with black people, you know, was, and it was for, for me, it was when he, it was how he behaved during the uprising of 2020 that was the moment that we basically said, nah, you know, or at least me, I said, I can't, I can't really rock with you. Not wanting to sit down with black organizers, not wanting to sit down with protesters, feeling like, you know, he has said like he's been in black neighborhoods for 31 years, like all of this, you know, arrogance in the face of like black people just wanting to, you know, see a different way of life for us, despite the fact that you know, the city said this was the worst place for black women, despite the fact that like, you know, folks were coming up and talking about defunding the police, 
He said, you know, I, I, I never heard nobody say defund the police, no organization. He didn't show up to the black women's roundtable debate. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, to me, you know, for him to really almost like, you know, turn his back on, you know, black organizers and black organizations, it was only fitting that these organizations came together and got him up out of there. You had something yeah. for Yeah, what I wanted to say was just like, you know, that, that piece that Vice did, it was very interesting that he again took that arrogant white man tone. I've been in black neighborhoods longer than these organizers have, have lived. Right. That is one of the most arrogant and Caucasian statements that I've ever right. heard a democratic politician make. You know, right. that's, in my opinion, that's no different than Joe Biden's super predator comment because you're asserting, you're, you're placing your lived whiteness right. in front of lived blackness in these neighborhoods. Yeah. And what, I, what also I thought was super dope was be it a campaign tactic or not, we see Ed out when Ed got on Instagram Live with Black Young and Educated. After yeah, Bill dope. called them liars, after Bill dismissed them, devalued them on the most public of forums. True. He did this on a national forum to these young organizers. And Ed, even, and he came out to these events, yep. took the time two days before the primary to speak to the people Bill directly shitted on. Right. Right? That's, that's to, I mean, again, campaign tactic and not, I respect that. Like, yeah, and, and I, like, I appreciate and, that. There's an authenticity and, and, to that. Right. And like you said, I mean, I don't know, like, why do the Vice interview? I mean, Vice has a big platform. Why do the Vice interview if you're going to go on there and talk bad about pro again? Like, I just don't understand, like, where who's advising this dude? He just are, are people trying to tell him stuff and he just ignoring them? I just didn't understand, you know, what he was. I mean, you know, remember the morning of the election. He came out and basically said this is a battle between progressives and socialists. Like he actually called Ed Gainey when, a when socialist. Did he say that? I didn't even know that. The morning of the actual election day. And so it just was like I was on a you plane, know, that's why I didn't see that th shit. Yeah, this is to me like calling Ed a socialist, using calling protesters a radical left. It's very Trumpian how he was behaving. And I just like I said, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll learn afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Like what? I'm just curious as to what, you know, his advisors were saying to him. And like if he was just totally dismissive of them, it's just weird because I saw, you know, um, a post from Tierney. Um, shout out to Tierney because she's one of my favorite files on Twitter. Um, if you don't follow her. And she was talking about like she used to hang out with Bill Perdue. She was like, I used to hang out with this guy. We used to kick it. This person currently right now is not the guy that I used to hang out with. So I'm just curious as to, was it, was it coming to protest at your house, bro? Like, you know, we just want to see a better city. We didn't want to, you know, mess your lawn up. I don't know what it was, but we got, and I'm going to do my little celebration. Okay, so I'm done celebrating Miracle. So I'm coming to you, Miracle. I'm coming to you. Well, no, we can stay on the celebration of Black excellence. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Wait. Go ahead. I want to shout out Jake, Jake Wheatley. Because he yes. he was one of the first people was he on was. Team Gainey. But yep. if you today he made a post and said shout out to you know these black women who are who support me and who are sometimes my opposition. As politicians, it's your duty and your job to understand that we are not always going to agree on the policies. 
we have black people are not a monolith. And one of the reasons I appreciate Jake is I've always been able to have a conversation. Like you need to do more here. I need you to do X, Y, like, and he has been receptive. Even if he has disagreed with some of the policies and the positions and the platforms that we've advocated or taken up, he's always been willing to listen and to engage. And so what I think one of the things that for a lot of us as black people in the city were really hurt when Peduto basically kind of was like, any criticism is a personal attack against me. I mean, you're personally attacking me, you're personally attacking the city. And it was like, no, bro, we need you to understand your reality is not our reality. We have different experiences and you need to take that into account. And I, I think that a lot of politicians made a concerted effort to become more conservative. I don't think it was a mistake. I think that they are intentionally trying to be more conservative to take more of these Trumpian votes because the, the Republicans are very organized. You look at the um, statewide uh, measures to rescind right. some of the powers and limit the powers of Governor Wolf. It passed like by a landslide. And so what they are trying to do is be like, hey, we don't like these colors either. Like we, we like we think there's too much progress. Like, why red bait if you're not if you're trying to get people who are left or progressive? And so he made a mistake. And I think people need to understand if you if you want to be a conservative, just say that. If you don't support black and brown folks, just say that. Don't don't play the fence because we can see through it and we're not gonna vote for people who don't have our interests at heart. That I think no, that was a great point. Right. There's a political point. divisiveness right now that exists specifically within the Republican Party, and the Republican Party now is in a schism between the traditional GOP and the Trump GOP. And with them taking that stance, you know what I mean, like breaking that vote up, and a lot of these, you know, these kind of left-leaning or, you know, right-leaning liberals, or or however you want to phrase it, right-leaning progressives, whatever they call themselves, are seeing that, like, hey, that's a giant fan base. Like, Trump left a void, like a chasm in the voting base, and it's fractured. And that's a, that's a that's a group that's gonna feel alienated. So anything even reminiscent of a Trumpian, you know, uh, 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 phrase or something like that, they're gonna go yeah. after. It. They're gonna eat that shit up. But I mean, I think it might have worked if not for Moreno and you know the fact that there was an actual like police officer, ex police officer in the race, you know, that also you know uh, you know voted well for for Ed Gaining. But this is the question, and I'm gonna start with you, Miracle. Now that Pittsburgh has elected a black Democratic nominee for mayor, <laughs> does this mean now that Pittsburgh <laughs> is no longer racist? We saw somebody tweet out, are you going to say Pittsburgh, are you still going to say Pittsburgh is a racist city because we have a black man that's the Democratic yeah. nominee for mayor? <laughs> Yeah, one, he hasn't even won yet, number one. Thank, number thank two, if, for coming like, in tonight. If, we'll see you next time. If, if a building is on fire, right, and it's, and it's a fire, and the fire department shows up, before they've even hooked up the hose to water, do we say, oh, my God, the building is no longer on fire? Like, I just don't understand, y'all. And clearly, y'all do not watch the show to even have such an asinine question. Yes, the system is still racist. Yes, the city is still racist. One, it hasn't won yet. We don't know what the city sure. council is going to do. They can pull Mitch McConnell and obstruct everything he does. These corporations could pull out of the city. Um there could be some funny oh. stuff going on. Our CARES Act funding can be pulled. A lot of stuff can happen and still 
post Obama, we have to understand one person rising to the top does not mean that everyone has risen to the top. Absolutely. One person getting part of the vote does not eliminate the fact that there are thousands of people who didn't vote for Ed. There are Absolutely. still other folks who hate black people. There are True. still maternal mortality. Wait, you raised your hand because you hate black people. No, I told I you. Asking, I, told you I told you that was a Freudian slip because I told you he's about to be our Republican podcaster. See, I said six months and it's only been two weeks. But, <laughs> you know, we still have to get with our fair and affordable housing. We still have to talk about environmental True. issues. True. We still have to talk about our educational issues. We still have all these things we have to address and they have not been fixed. Like yeah. representation is not liberation. We have to make actual changes before we can sit there and say we are no longer racist. We haven't done anything, no policy, nothing. Right. So like calm down. Farouk, you had a question? My black hair yeah. friend. I've seen I've seen it. What's JFC mean? I don't I see this a lot. I have no idea what that means. Okay, somebody tell us. Oh, I I hope it's I, 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 it might mean Jesus. I'm I'm guessing. I don't know. The first really? one might be Jesus. I don't want to say the rest. <laughs> I don't want to disrespect nobody, you know, nobody's religion. But it, never, that's what I'm I guessing. Knew, I see that. All, I see people type that out all the time, and but, I just but never I knew just, what it meant. So real quick, uh, Mer, I think like <laughs> you and we, exactly. See, so I right. So that's um, what I was thinking. So look, so look, I did want to talk about. Um, you you mentioned the city council. Shout out to Deb Gross too. You know what I'm saying? Because Deb Gross was the only city council uh, person that stood with um, Ed Ganey. I think that, you know, um, yeah, I mean, uh, is this, so I'll let you ask your question first and then I'll, I'll come back to. Uh, Why are y'all always be trying to make me the bad person? And I want to hear you. I, I want to go against all No, 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 no. I want to hear you weigh in as well, Treble. Is now Pittsburgh like post-racial? All right, so Farouk, floor is yours, sir. Just Siri fight. <laughs> so what what are you asking me? I was reading the comments. I'm sorry. What are you asking me? You you said you had somebody said just Siri Fragic. Uh you I'm sorry. You I'm um, processing. You said you had a question for Miracle. Oh no, that was it. Oh, what JFC meant. Okay. Yeah, uh, I, I had no idea. Yeah. Okay. So um trouble? Are we are we post-racial? Bro, this is such a stupid question because it's like, if I get my license today and start driving, at any point I'm at risk of get, being pulled over, being Absolutely. shot at, you know what I'm yep. saying? Um, being profiled in some way, shape, or form. Um, right. saying I might fit some description somewhere. Um, right. I might get denied a job in the corporate world if I were to go with my locks out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you know, it's like, just because someone is in a place of power that looks like us does not mean that white people will see that. Like, you know what? Black people aren't bad, I guess. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to pull that black guy over today because... Uh, <laughs> because we have no, a I mean, black man. No, because, because you make a great point. Because, like, when Obama became president, we saw, like, a rise in actual police brutality incidents. Because, and it was almost like you saw this white lash. And so I think, like, this is, you know, where as black people, it's like, okay... You know, when I did the um, interview with Vice News, they asked me, you know, this didn't make it to, to the to the video. What they asked me, is Pittsburgh ready for a black mayor? And I was like, well, if Pittsburgh ain't ready, Pittsburgh better get ready. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so 
you know, you but as black people, we always got to be in fear of like, OK, now, now, now how's the police going to react? You know, their man lost. Now they're looking at a black man that's over the police who's t who said openly that he wanted to demilitarize the police, who said openly that he wanted to take a stronger role and discipline police officers. Like, is that going to mean now? That you just like you said, like I might get pulled over. Is the officer going to be mad or not? Y'all done lost Trump. Now all of a sudden, this black dude is over Pittsburgh. Is there? I mean, we saw. You know, this is a place where the FBI said we had some of the highest instances of you know white supremacist activity. You know, should we fear like some 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 white lash possibly because of you know Ed gaining taking on this role? I say absolutely because look at how Pittsburgh reacted. To a black quarterback, look how they reacted to a black head coach, look how to react to black baseball players. What would make a black mayor any less susceptible to, you know, scrutiny and white supremacy? Uh, right. With anybody legitimately posing that question, is just looking for an idea to cast aside. Oh, Pittsburgh can't be racist. I can't be racist because I live in a city with a black mayor. They want to ostracize themselves from racist uh, uh, nomenclature, racist words, but not racist activities. They want to uh, they want to distance themselves from oppressive optics, but not actual white supremacy. And right. that's and that's Pittsburgh as it is. It's like they want to be this inclusive area except for black people, i.e. gentrification. Like we can sit here and go on about this all the time and just sit here and talk about it. But if you really and truly have to ask that question, look at Pittsburgh public schools. Yeah. Period. Look you at Pittsburgh public schools. You just made me think schools. of something super dope. You just made me think about how like Ed Gainey, so it's like, you have to look at it like racism is a system, right? And Ed Gainey has a, a, a position within a system that still has racist ideologies. You know 100%. And as long as this racist system is still upheld and still has the effect that it has, and there are still racist policies stopping certain black people from getting certain opportunities and what, whatever else they're doing, then it's not going to be post-racial. We're going to have to change yeah. this entire shit from a systemic standpoint. Yeah. Now, why do we have to be like post-racial? I don't understand. Right? Like, why can't we just be like, like, let people just exist? Why can't we be in like a let people be society? Like, why do we have things post-racial? Like, we don't need to erase race and erase our differences. We need to like understand that we all have a different perspective and different experiences and that's okay. We don't need to be out here creating policies that harm and hurt folks that ignore folks. I don't want to live in a post where I like being racial. I like, I like showcasing my blackness. I like um, talking about black excellence and black pain and joy and blackness. And right. so I don't want that to be erased. What I want it to be is celebrated and I want to feel safe in my blackness. I don't want to have to be unapologetically black because the system of supremacy makes it so hard for people to be black and happy and healthy. And so for me, I hope that like these changes are coming. I know for a lot of black people, they're talking about we having cookouts, we're having barbecues, we turn up, they're excited for the hope and the possibility because Ed is someone who is who has fought and has been on the side of working class people. I do fear that like Ed's big tent unity thing is going to make it so that um, a lot more people are going to have access to him 
and it's going to slow some progress down. Um, but I'm very hopeful and excited for what the policies can be for what actual change without 50 million committees and commissions are going to be like. And so I'm hopeful that we can see some actual like policy changes, you know, in these next couple of years. I agree. And I think like, we also have to understand a narrative like beyond Ed, like, yes, we're happy that Ed won, but really this was a victory for organizers. You know, this was a victory for black organizers, young organizers, you know, this was a victory for LGBTQIA organizers. This was progressive folks. Like this was also our victory. You know what I'm saying? Like we all came together, you know, cause beyond Ed, you know, the slate of eight, like a lot, a lot of people and a lot of these organizations are new, you know, one hood power is a few years old. You know, a lot of these organizations, when you talk about APA's pack, when you talk about Straight Ahead, we talk about Unite, we talk about Black Women for Better Education. These are fairly new organizations, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, if we can accomplish what we accomplished yesterday in such a short period of time, like, what happens, like, like how, what happens when we actually have some funding, some, like, real funding, which we really did not have you know, in this election, what happens when we can build build a stronger base? What happens when we continue to work together collectively? Like we can actually remake this city into a city that is someplace where we can have that feeling, uh, a, a miracle of safety and security and liberation. So that's what I'm more excited about. I'm more excited about our, our, our future if we continue to collectively work together, organize together um, and, and continue to build Pittsburgh into this place where no progressive movements are happening right now. We got, because we got other races coming up. We got a center race coming up. We got a governor race. We got a DA's race. We got other races coming up. And guess what? You know, if we put those ballot measures on there and they pass, what are some other ballot measures that we want to think about? What are some other changes that we want to take place to the home rule charter? So to me, it's like, there's a, there's a lot of possibilities uh, that we have Let's continue to work together collectively to like, because like we said, we knew like nobody was going to, they're not going to do it for us. There wasn't some paternalistic white, you know, politician that was going to wave a wand and all of a sudden make Pittsburgh better for black people. It had not happened. So it's like for us to collectively come together and say, you know what, we're going to back a candidate. We're going to put that person in and we're going to hold that person accountable to make this city better for everybody. That's where we're coming from. Hey. I, I would like to say one thing, though. You know, there's a, there's a, a part of our viewership that thinks that like we're hardcore Democrats and we do everything to the to the song and dance of the Democratic candidates wherever they are. That doesn't mean we won't be critical of Ed because we know him and because he comes from the community. You know what I mean? Like we want him to be able to do the best, but we also understand that it's politics, right? Now this is me speaking for me, but like we still will absolutely you know call to attention anything that we feel you know, is detrimental or deserves to be questioned specifically as it pertains to our community. So it doesn't, just because we have a black man, that doesn't mean one hood don't show up no more. That don't mean, yeah. we don't, you don't say the work is over with. Well, no, nah, we still got all kinds of things to do. Like, you know, Absolutely. This, it, it, at the end of the day, this is still symbolism, right? This doesn't, this isn't a marker for change. This doesn't guarantee us any type of freedoms or lifting any oppression off of our necks the moment we come out. Like Pittsburgh is still the Mississippi of the North. Pittsburgh is still, you know what I mean, right in the middle of one of the most heavily laden white supremacist areas in the country. So just because we have a little bit of insulation now in the city from the mayor, that, you know, that, that doesn't mean anything for us as average citizens. 
Yeah. I want to. Um, do like we're gonna. A, we're like, gonna make it to Mecca, though. We're gonna go from the Mississippi to the Mecca, Farouk. The Mecca. So I want to. I want to like do like a. I want to do a hood translation of what Farouk just said. Basically, we are real niggas, so we're gonna call it like we see it. We still stand on the side of the people. So whatever the people say they want, if we if we see some shit that's a little sketchy, we're going to make sure we say something about it. You know what I'm saying? And being that we're so close to the mayor now, we have a better access to be like, yo, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't have access um, to that. I don't have access to Ed. Um, I don't I don't know Ed like that, so do not come yelling at me. Number two, Angela Davis said when we talk about electoral politics, it is the ability to pick your enemy. Um, because all you know politicians are problematic, right? I like to say all politicians are trash without hurt people's feelings. So I will say all politicians are problematic. And so for for us, we're always going to critique any politician, um, any policies that fail. And at the end um, of the day, we saw a bunch of people running, a bunch of uh, black folks running. And these, I hate to talk about this. These are people who have been making changes for years, whether it was the magistrates, whether it was the court of common police candidates. These are people who have been fighting for the better of the people. And I know I've seen a lot of critiques about our slate of eight and how we picked folks. We picked folks who cared about criminal justice. You can't sit there and, and threaten to shoot a black person in your courtroom and be the picture in the face of criminal justice reform. And so what we were looking at is before five years ago, who was advocating and fighting for black lives? Before Trump, who was advocating for black people and black lives? Uh, who had- One hood been around since 2006. Yeah. Yes, but that's how we looked at people. It's. It, I understand a lot of people had a great awakening these past couple of years, and I don't take anything from that. But at the end of the day, if you're going to be in a position of power for the next 10 years, we have to make sure that those folks that we put in are not someone who just had a moment of enlightenment right. who will then turn around and get in the position of power and revert back to their their previous practices. And so when we're looking at Black people being in the jail, when we're looking at Black people being in solitary confinement, or looking at our Black kids being in an adult solitary confinement, it's like, who are we push, putting up and why? And that's how we got our slate of eight candidates. And for those of you who are mad about that, work harder, show up more. Like, yeah, I, I, I you know, that's what you have to do. And I get people are hurt that we didn't do endorsements, but also we try to reach out to everyone. A lot of people didn't respond to our questionnaires. A lot of people refused to come on our shows. And even with the, with Mayor Perdita, we still reached out to him. There have been multiple, on all of our platforms, we invited him on. He didn't want to come, you know? And so, that's not our that's not our fault. Your perception of us doesn't match the reality of who we are. And so don't get mad at us because we're out here unapologetically fighting for black and brown people. At the end of the day, we get called out all the time. People sure. come for us all the time and we still engage. We we still take we take those rocks and we keep yep. moving. And so if we can do it, we know that our politicians can do it as well. And that's what we expect. And so yeah, I think a lot of I think this past campaign season was really hurtful for a lot of us 
right? Because nobody likes to have their elected officials attacking them and messing with their money and their reputation. But hopefully this this enters into a new era of better communication and engagement with elected officials so that we can actually work together because we all have to rise together. We all have to work together and we all have to be in community together. It's interesting that you say that because I really like the scorecard. Um, and, and, and for me, like voting, it actually helped me vote. Like I took the scorecards with me when I went in to fill out my ballot and it made it a lot easier um, to make my selections and make my vote. So I really liked the idea of doing it the, the, the scorecard way. Instead of just saying, okay, this is somebody we endorse, we actually said, here are the things we're concerned about. We gave folks a questionnaire and we gave you opportunity. This person was excellent. This person was fair. You make the decision based on, um, you know, I, so I, I really liked that process. And I thought it was most telling, like I said, you know, the day before the election, I thought it was telling like that, you know, there were four people running for mayor, three of them were white men. And none of those three white men responded. You know, the fact that we are a Black-led organization, like Farouk said, we've been in it, you know, as, as, as One Hood, you know, the name has been around. We've been around since 2006, although One Hood Power is new. You know, we're doing all these shows. We're doing, we have this, 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 uh, this, this network. We have this platform. I thought it was telling that, like, basically, no, but none of these white men chose to respond, particularly if you're telling me that you're running based upon, like, uniting the city. I'm trying to take two Pittsburghs and a one Pittsburgh. Okay, well, as a black-led organization, like, you don't respond to us. The, the black women's, you know, uh, uh, policy form, you don't show up. It's like, well, how are you telling me? On one hand, that this is what you want, but on the other hand, we don't we don't see that. And so I really like the, the scorecard idea. I thought it allowed us to engage people beyond just like an interview and like this is what our organization thought. But I thought it uh, broadened it up. You know what I'm saying? So personally, you know, like it, it was helpful to me. And um, you know, and that and that was the process that we chose as an organization. And you know what? You know, nothing stopping anybody from putting an organization together and doing your slate, like nothing, you know what I'm saying? Like nothing is stopping you. And, and to say that, like, kind of like what you said about engaging, you know, we had our get out the vote event and there was a brother that came and the brother had endorsed Peduto. And I just said, I just, you know, Farouk, Farouk was with me. I just said, Hey bro, like, tell me why just break it down. And we had a, a good conversation. It wasn't like, I don't, you know, this is my brother. Like I said, well, you know, tell me, tell, you know, he had a slate of people. I said, how did you get there? Tell me your, your process and what you thought. And we chopped it up, man. We had like a 15 minute conversation, exchanged information, said we was going to work together because just, you know, this is bigger than who you want to vote for mayor. You know what I'm saying? This is a brother that's doing work at Homewood. Bro, let's connect. Like, let's build. And so, like, like you said, like, I'm, we're always willing to chop it up and talk with people that might have a difference of opinion of us. We're not here as the experts. We're not here saying, you know, we know everything, but, but, but we got it right last night, though, didn't we? Though we got it. Get- <laughs> and we do. I we I have reached out to Black Republicans. I reached out to Black Socialists, Black Independents. Some people don't just don't fuck with us, and that's like that, like it hurts the end of the day okay. because we understand that Black people are not a monolith, and we all have different ideas, and we try to like get everyone on the show. But like some people, you know, they made a decision that we were against the establishment, and they wanted to be in bed with the establishment. But at the end of the day, look we're here for everyone. We, we ha- look at uh, this. Look at this miracle. Come you know. On. Yeah, a lot of people did. You know, it's good. We tried. I'm gonna say next time. You know, I'm not calling and texting people to get these questionnaires. Like, I'm gonna need y'all, y'all's managers. 
to do better. <laughs> I just thought this was a funny comment. <laughs> A bowl full of regrets. I just like, that was, but we we emailed we like we sl- we slid in people's DMs. Okay, we have this questionnaire. Can you make okay. sure you fill it out? We email managers. We were always talking to folks to get people on. We had Republicans and Democrats. Like I yeah. literally was messaging Republican um, candidates. Like here's our slate. Like can you fill out this questionnaire? Because we want everyone to get involved and people to feel comfortable with these processes. So, like, yeah, I mean, vote on, get involved, and it is what it is. It is what it is. So are we, should we move on to some national stuff, or are we just going to stay, we got 15 minutes left, or are we just going to stay with what's next for Pittsburgh? What y'all, what y'all want to do? I mean, if we talk about Pittsburgh, man, you know, we, we could talk about all the systemic things, but Pittsburgh, in my opinion, is just, you know, you can extrapolate all the problems out of Pittsburgh and put it nationally. You get True. me? Like, you know what I mean? Pittsburgh has proven to be kind of this case study for white supremacy over the past three years. Like every, virtually every bad thing that could happen. We, I say this all the time, we hit the national tragedy lottery two and a half years consistently. You know what I mean? From tree of life all the way down. So we could talk about this, but you know, Pittsburgh is indicative. It's reflective upon what the nation is. You know what right. I mean? And, 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 you know, especially we're only, we're only a few months away from the Capitol rise and they, these niggas ain't even getting charged. True. These niggas, and, of, then, and then you know what I mean. But police. Well, uh, absolutely. Wait, 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 wait. There was a black dude, of course, that actually oh, got yeah, charged yeah, yeah. at the Capitol because he went in there to shoot a music video. See, like, look, and, and you know, that music video was, was hard though. Hey, I, 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 look, hey, video was I was the king. He was dope for being thinking. I'm like, yo, he right. seen the opportunity. Like, yo, yeah. And I was the king of shooting the video at the protest. Like, that was my brand for damn near five straight years. Like I was at the protest with the camera. I was shooting the video, but I guess he sat on a SWAT vehicle on top of a SWAT vehicle. And basically because of that, he was trying, and he said he went inside. He kept it a G with him. I went inside. I was shooting my music video, but the fans ain't trying to hear it. So although some of these other white people got, I bet you they're going to throw the book at that black dude. I bet you they're going to do it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he went live. Like he couldn't deny it with him. <laughs> I watched. Well, I mean, his his album cover miracle is him sitting on top of a SWAT vehicle. You know what I'm saying? That's actually his album cover. It's called the. I don't give a fuck. I don't know if he's like the best rapper. I don't know if One Hood, you know, wants to work with him. You know, in his in his artist activist. I mean, you know, when we when he when you know when he gets out, you know, what I'm saying, we'll go out. no, <laughs> I hope we don't. I hope we don't get jail time. But he is looking at. He is looking at some time. You know what I'm saying? What's the, what so, are the charges? What are the charges? Hold on, hold on. Let me find his. Uh, let me find his charges. Um, da da da. Was it Brian um, Max Bugsy the Dawn? Bugsy the Dawn is his Bugsy name. Bugsy the Dawn. Um, and he's facing unlawful entry and disorderly conduct. And what now is this- that for? He went they inside. They were putting shit on the walls inside, and he was just shooting a music video. <laughs> He he was well. He was involved. He was dapping people up. He was high fiving the other black people who were um. Clearly, y'all didn't follow him when this was happening, like I did. No, we he did not. he was there, um. Because you know, I was like, why is my black people are black people embarrassing me? He was embarrassing, um. But he was there. He was riding with all the other folks. But he has like tattoos. He's in a like bright red outfit with his jewelry. You know, yeah. he 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 didn't look like the other folks. You know, yeah, okay. so. I, 
And, and so he said he said he entered the building peacefully. He walked through taking pictures and videos of the architecture for his, you know, we gotta we gotta see. He thought it was a museum trip. See, he thought he was just there on the museum because he had the Washington DC had the free tours. Speaking That's of that, for. trying to get that, education. Can we show that picture? There was a um, do you have that picture, John? There was a uh, a representative, um, a Republican representative. What's this dude's name? Clyde, that basically was trying to say that no, this wasn't a um the what happened at the Capitol January 6th was not a riot. It was just basically uh he was like it was tourists, it was tourists walking through the Capitol. This is him. This is a picture of this dude. He's not the dude with the gun. He's the other dude. He actually came out of his mouth a couple days ago and said he didn't see any rioting. He wasn't afraid. People are just there as tourists. Look at this dude. <laughs> he is shook. He hey, maybe he totally... looks at tourists like that all the time. <laughs> I mean, well, when you are descendant from slavers and colonizers, tours are actually violent and and yeah, I'm about to say the only tour that's so, like that is Jurassic Park that's some wild shit you know what I mean absolutely. like this nigga was shook I mean I mean we can't talk I mean, about they, I guess I Go ahead, how they, they literally beat police officers to death, literally fought back all the stuff that they say. Blue laws didn't matter. That they were out here damaging property, federal property, harming folks, fighting folks, commit all type of conspiracies. And it's just like, I was, I was, I was a Saturday afternoon. Right. And, and then, you know, it came out and said, that, you know, Donald Trump actually said he wanted his troops to protect his people. Which, I mean, you know, like, it makes sense, right? Trump knew that they were coming to try to do something to help him possibly stay in office. You know, Trump, who's still out here saying it's the big lie. Trump, who I guess is, like, facing criminal charges right now. Shout out to the sister, you know, uh, Letitia James in New York. So, well, you you don't think that's going to happen, Miracle? He's not going to face no criminal? Trump! That man, listen... They might look kind of deal with that because if he goes, I don't think you're going, ever going to find a twelve jurors to convict him. Because you're always going to have one or two Trump supporters who who like, and you also have to look. Listen, I'm not even in New York City, it, but my PPP uh, fraudulent brethren out here, you know, get caught up on these PPP. Everybody and their mama want to scam the government. And True. so I don't think people want to allegedly um, scam the government. Um, I don't think people really want to like punish Trump because, like I said, he did what everybody wants to do. He stole money. He committed fraud. He put his friends on. He covered for his yeah. friends with their corruption. He was like Scarface without the drugs and the violence. And yeah. so people really liked that he was able to amass power by breaking all the rules because they want to be like him. And so nobody is going to be able to hold him accountable or responsible. And I think Tisha is trying, but I, I don't think so. I don't think he's going to get convicted. Yeah. I think they're going to prove that he did it. And people are going to be like, eh. So what I'm wait. hearing is that you might have a better chance at getting him to face the blunt. The blunt? Sure. The blunt, yes. <laughs> so we did I know, I know I know we brought this up earlier but we did ask the question is is you know when we when we talked about is Pittsburgh still a racist city we didn't talk about the fact that it says the for the third time this spring swastikas was found inside a Mount Lebanon school district building um 
So, you know, this is still the place that, you know, Tree of Life took place at, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know what's happening in Mount Well, I mean, I guess I do know what's happening in Mount Lebanon. It's probably a bunch of... I remember, remember you know, they said Hay has no home there? Oh, that Mount was Lebanon. Mount Lebanon. Hay, yeah. Hay has no home in Mount Lebanon, right? And then remember, Pittsburgh's stronger yes. than Hay, right? But three times, so clearly they have a couple homes. I, mean, I really don't get anti-Semitism. I don't get anti-Semitism. I don't get Asian hate. Like, I really do not get like hating folks. I really do not get writing swastikas. Like, I don't understand why people do this stuff in 2021. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day, if you don't like somebody for who they are, what their religion are, like something is like emotionally and mentally wrong with you, and you need to self-reflect. And if you're out here writing swastikas, why? You could you could you could do so much things, so many better things with art than just be an idiot and and just a dumbass. And I, so I, I would like, hope that people just do better because you had the main people people are still doing slave auctions on TikTok. Like at what point in 2021 can we just put like racism and bigotry behind us and be like, you know what? It's not really worth it. It's, it's not really worth it. It makes you old. It hurts your heart. Like, hate hurts your heart. Like, can you just do something different? Just love somebody. Try love. Try love. Not I think that's a. I think that's a great way to end. Try love. Um, do we have a call to action? I don't know. Did we talk about Try love. Call, to uh, call to action? Try yeah. love. You know what I'm saying? The barbecue. That's a great is our call, call to action the barbecue? <laughs> the barbecue celebration for <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, a call to action like, is donate, donate to Black-led business organizations like One Hood Power and yes. One Hood Media and Alliance yes. for Peace Accountability yes, and One PA. Yes. They're Black-led, yes, right? Yes. One PA is Black-led. All these organizations. They're not Black-led, but they have they have Black they have Black people that they support, but they're not. Technically, they're not black lad, oh. just being, you know, keeping it a G. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, that's straight I ahead. Have, yeah. And then, you know, shout out to Julius, who's in the comments. May is Mental Health Month. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, like that's a mental illness. Hey, tune in to On Tilt tomorrow. Get yourself some, 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 some help. You know, if you're just hating somebody based on like how they were born, like, Please get yourself some 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 help. You know what I'm saying? A lot of those folks, you know, if they had to sat down with Julius before they ran up in the Capitol, they'd be a lot better off right now. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, so we do have our uh, our, our white pages. Do you want to introduce our white pages, Miracle? You know, talking about black excellence, we're gonna stay on the yeah. theme and punch me up to the gods, a memoir by Brian. Um, it's out. I got this at Whitewell, but also I believe like City Tiny, the Tiny Bookstore also um, has it as well. Um, locally, um, local writer talking about you know his his life, um, his journey with you know addiction, racism, bigotry, all things Pittsburgh. So please make sure um, you pick this up. It's a great it's a great book. So far, you know I've skimmed through it. People are talking about. This is one of the best works in literary works in years. So please make sure um, you get Punch Me Up to the Gods, uh, a memoir by Brian. Yes, Punch Me Up to the Gods. That's our that's our white pages. And like, you know, like, support, I, I like that. Support Black people doing good and try love is our call to action. 
Um, we I'm speak very of that, interested we have, in what that uh, book title means. Punch me up to the gods. What does what does that mean? We're gonna have to. Oh, somebody! How you just finished it? The book just came out. <laughs> Dr. Russell talking about just finishing. You read it last night, Dr. Okay. Russell. It says, "I'm gonna read the opening jacket." Punch oh, me up to the gods introduces a powerful new talent in Brian Broom. I about to say that right. Whose early years growing up in Ohio as a dark-skinned black boy harboring crushes on other boys propelled forward this gorgeous, aching, and extraordinary debut. Uh, his the recounting of his experience and all their cringeworthy, hilarious, and heartbreaking glory reveal a perpetual outsider trying to learn how to be a man in a place, in a family, in a community where everything he seems to run counter to everything he's supposed to be. Oh, this is really good. Yeah, you know, I've, I've heard a lot of like maybe laugh, maybe cry, maybe think. Um, at the same time, so you know, shout out. I mean, it it, it is amazing to see like Pittsburgh become this like black literary force. You know, with Damon, uh, with Disha, oh, yeah, like all of these different um, um, authors really making this, you know, national splash as authors is powerful. Also, definitely want to say, you know, it is May 19th. You know, it is a, it is a black holiday. You know what I'm saying? Um, our brother Malcolm X uh, born today. So, you know, happy Malcolm X Day. You know what I'm saying? Um, as well, speaking of black excellence, we also lost a legend, man, today. Um, and it's it's kind of ironic that he died on Malcolm's birthday because God bless you know, the dead, man. He was like the Malcolm X of comedy for real, for yeah. real. But Paul, Paul, Paul Mooney, famously said, "Black folks can't have too much fun, man. You enjoy Paul too, Paul Mooney too much. White folks gonna come and take him away. White folks go come take him away. So you know, take a lot of people away. I know know him from the Dave Chappelle show. Um, I would say if you got a chance, go listen to Paul Mooney race. You know that was an album that really. You know, it just I had never heard a black comedian talk to and about white people in that way. Um, and that when you talk about an unapologetically black way, um, he, he also wrote a lot of TV shows, wrote a lot of movies, wrote for Richard Pryor, Whoopi Goldberg, Red Fox. You know what I'm saying? And so definitely, you know, uh, salute to the legend, uh, Paul Mooney, who talked about race in such a strong way, um, but also was funny as hell. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah. So we definitely want to. Um, uh, share those things. Anything else? Anything we missed? I don't think so. I think that's it. You know, I'm going to be doing a talk with so, the uh, Pennsylvania Bar Association next week about this okay. year uh, in review of Black Lives Matter. And I think um, as Pittsburgh emerged nationally, New York Times just did something on Ed Vice, just did something on, you know, yeah. Black Mayor. It's going to be an interesting discussion it is. Um, that we it's can kind of add that. Yeah. And then think about it vacation. like the, the first time this happened. The first time a mayor running law since 1933. Damn. That, that says a lot. That says a Cold lot. Cold-blooded. All right. So, um, <laughs> and you mentioned that vacation miracle. We are, we've been working at One Hood. We taking next week off at One Hood. So, you know, there will not be a, a This Week in White Supremacy next week. We're going to take our, we're going to take a week off. But we will see y'all in June. So catch us in June. We're going to take a week off, although some people already went on vacation. Um, and, you know, First of all, I worked every day when I was in Mexico. <laughs> Don't play. I worked every day when I was in Mexico. I was calling people. We're doing the show from people, the disco. Organize, <laughs> listen, organizing videos. I worked every day. I got made sure I had my nine and a half hours in. Don't. <laughs> no, you worked uh, very hard, Miracle. 
Oh, look, look. Sean said we owe him three more minutes, number one. You know, speaking of that, I did, you know, and keeping it, keeping it Pittsburgh, we do want to um, just hold our brother Billy Porter in our prayers. You know, Billy Porter came out today um, and said he was HIV positive. And so, you know, that's a Pittsburgh legend, um, somebody that's opened a lot of doors. And so let's definitely like hold up Billy Porter, um, say a prayer for that brother. Um, that he can that he can make it through and that he can uh, that he can heal. So, um, any other last thoughts? Oh yes, we're gonna have one hood day coming up. You know, <laughs> this coming. Let us know what you want to see. I'm going for like a whole like block party barbecue vibe. But if you want to come, miracles, Mike, please. She's talking nonsense. <laughs> She's sounding wild right so now. So you have to come. You don't have to come. Hey, miracle, miracle, miracle. Is is Bill? I'm just asking people barbecue? what they want. Is Bill invited to our barbecue? I'm trying to see if people ask people what they want to see. I mean, if it's a public public property, who am I to deny people a chance uh, to earn a second chance? You know, he came to One Hood Day. He came to One Hood Day back in the day. You know what I'm saying? And he can come back again. You know, I I just want to introduce himself. Reflection, he can come, Bill. You know what I'm saying? Just because you're trash doesn't mean you're not recyclable. You come in, rebuild. Second and third chances for everyone. Absolutely. Um, But what do y'all want to see? Because also, you know, Farouk is going to be our MC. He's going to be out here. (laughs) Ladies, don't worry. I'll have him in the tightest (laughs) shirt possible for y'all. It's going to be okay. Uh, But (laughs) think about what y'all want to see for one hood day. And please get back um, to us for that. No, that's a it. great question. Because somebody did ask me. I think, no, we talked about it this morning. Like, okay, if we start bringing people, who do we want to see? We threw some names out there. So that's a great point. If there's somebody, you know, I thought like, you know, the, the curation you did at the Get Out the Vote Rally Trouble was really dope. Shout out to all the artists that, you know, NLS Ron, Brittany, uh, 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 Zenday, um, JM, Lynn you know what I'm saying? Lynn Star, you know, yeah, um, and, and DJ QRX. I enjoyed myself. I thought everybody had, J, JM's a good, that's a good, he makes some good ass music, you know what I'm saying? So I, I thoroughly yes, enjoyed Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed how you curated that. I thought everybody did great. So yeah, we're going to pull up to the block, you know what I'm saying, sometime, you know what I mean? And let us know who y'all want us to bring through, you know what I mean? And um, with that, I think we got it's seven oh three, so we got some sometime. Um, it's been a, 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 a celebration of Black excellence. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this week in Black excellence, we will see y'all. Uh, we'll see stay y'all going, stay two, going. You don't get to in come two weeks. No, stay going. We'll see y'all in two weeks. Stay going. Peace and love. Thank you. Only thing out here popping. Only thing, only, only thing out here popping. Only thing out here popping. Only thing. Only thing out here popping. Only thing out here popping. Only thing, only, only thing out here popping. Only thing out here popping. Feeling like a movie lately. I've been a little moody lately. Chilling with my Lilu Mooney, baby. Time, get here a little sooner.